What's up, y'all? Another episode of Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night. This is your host, Grand Pal, co-host Bradley Brown. Say what's up, Brad. How's it going? It's going. It's been a day. Memorial Day weekend. Hope everyone had a happy Memorial Day. Celebrated accordingly. Relaxed, all that stuff. We're going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Y'all, Shoe Booty Sports is presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. All the races are virtual. Sign up for one or all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Track each each race with your fitness app of choice. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Submit those results to rhinoraces.com under the Submit Results section. Once your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. Also, check out their gear section for T-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. Again, rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series. And you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, the Wisdom app. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, y'all, and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. So, the NBA Finals are set. Denver and Miami. So, I guess I was right, technically. I... You know, said Miami will close it out. Believe you did too. So yeah, te- technically we were correct. You're shaking your head. Did you or did you not? No, I, I thought recall. we both picked them to lose. <laughs> well, originally, yeah, and then I said Miami would close it out once they went up three games to none, and then the Celtics made it interesting. Of course, you and I together watched Game Six. What a game it was, especially at the end. The Derek White play that would have gone down in infamy, you know, in history had they capitalized on it. But literally, it was all heat after that. On the first possession of game seven, Tatum rolls his ankle. I'm on the road, so I don't get home till the second half. And that's when I turn the TV on. And by then, Miami's already separated themselves. And they, of course, talked about, you could see Tatum hobbling around. They talked about his ankle, what happened. Then I saw the replay. I was like, ouch, pretty hard to play a basketball game on a rolled ankle. Hard yep. to do a lot of things on a on a bum ankle. But it was all Miami. And I, I did kind of say, like, when Boston made this comeback, tied it up, I was like, I did say, I believe, last week in last week's episode, it would be the most Celtics thing for them to, at least with this team, for them to come back and tie, you know, tie the series and then just get blown out in like game seven at home. And that's essentially what happened. It wasn't close, wasn't interesting, nothing like game six. Miami and, yeah, Miami and Denver in the finals. So, so when I tuned in last night, it was a close game. It was 11 11, I think. And then it was all heat from that point on. Yes, when I, by the time I got home, unpacked and turned the TV on, it was and I and I did just enough, like brought it, it brought everything in, you know, and kind of just kind of got settled and then got the TV turned on and then it was, it was Miami and there was nothing Boston could do. Anytime they'd hit a three, they couldn't capitalize. They they'd miss the next five threes. It felt like uh, Jalen Brown looked awful. He had eight turnovers. He looked terrible. Like, when they needed their other guy to step up, he just crumbled. I mean, he just wasn't – he just played poorly. I mean, there's no other way to put it. When they needed him to step up, he didn't. He did the opposite. And Miami, 
I mean, Miami looks like the better team last night. And it looks and your Tyler Hero has been cleared to play. So I guess we're gonna see him in the finals. Finals start Thursday night, by the way, in Denver. Clearly gonna be in Denver. You don't even have to look that one up. The one seed from the Western Conference and taking on the eight seed from the east. So pretty wild the way the playoffs have shaped up, at least from the, on the east side. Well, it, it was even that way on the on the west side with the seven seed Lakers, you know, getting to the finals, but they didn't do anything. They they were competitive with Denver, but it was still a sweep. Did okay. you agree with the uh the MVP for the Heat? It was Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah. But some people are making the argument for Caleb Martin. I th- I think that's a fair argument. And he was yeah. like he, he was lights out. Yeah. Jim, Jimmy Butler played well at times too. Uh, I mean, he was just Jimmy Butler. You, you could have made the argument it was Caleb Martin. It's it's still it's a it's a new award. This is the second year they're doing it. I, yeah, I I don't know. I, I can't say I had a problem with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a problem with. It. I can see it going either way, but right, yeah. it's kind of a popularity contest. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it when I heard he got it. It was, I, I didn't think immediately like. Yeah, Caleb Martin should have gotten it, you know. Um, yeah. But then you think about it, it's like, yeah, if they would have said he he was the MVP, I would have agreed with it. True. It's not like when the Warriors like uh, won their first championship, I believe it was, and Iguodala got the MVP. And I I kept saying, I was like, they better not give it to Steph. Iguodala was the clear MVP. And sure enough, they did. They gave it to, to Iguodala. But to me, it, it could have gone to either one of those guys. I had no no issue with it either way. I didn't watch enough of that series also to, I think, have just a real opinion on one or the other. Yeah, I think I've caught three and a half games out of the seven, so can't really talk about it. Yeah, I paid far more attention to the Western Conference side just because it was the more intriguing of the two brackets. I was like, if the Lakers somehow get to the finals, I mean, it would have been as impressive of a resume as you could put together as far as what the path you took couldn't have, couldn't have taken a more difficult path. No. And then they just ran into the bus. saw of that was Denver. Okay. Uh, prediction. I got nuggets. I got nuggets and five. What say you? Five games. I don't know. We'll see what hero does whenever he gets back, but. Man, I just don't see it. I just don't see it going to game six. Of course, hell, I didn't see this. I didn't see that uh, Celtics and Heat going to pass game six either, so I was wrong. You didn't make an official pick. What? You didn't make an official pick. I assume you're going with Denver, but you didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver and five. Yeah, it's a podcast, Brad. We can't reach your mind. Not on this podcast, anyway. As far yeah, as I know. Other podcast. Yeah, if anybody else can, just be sure to send us a tweet or something. Let us know. Yes, I don't see it going past five games. In fact, I could see this being like Denver's had a long layoff. Uh, Miami is Miami's coming off some 
do or die, a lot of do or die situations, at least these last couple of games. And it's it's gonna be the they're gonna be. I mean, Denver's gonna be fresher, so I can't say Miami will be, but Miami will be more. What am I trying to say here? They don't have to get reacclimated, like right away. I mean, they can just it's like another day to them at this point. Denver's had will have had more than a week off by the time they take the floor Thursday. I think so that wins the game, but Thursday you just said so. Yeah, I could see I could see Miami stealing game one. I could see Miami stealing game one in Denver. And Denver kind of kind of waking up, be similar to the two thousand finals. Like uh Philly taking game one from LA and then after that it was all Lakers. I could see something like that happening here. So yeah, I think that could be the game that Miami takes it. Or they could get one when they go back to Miami. It'll be one of those two, I think. They either steal game one or they take one of them, whether they're down 3-1 or, or 3-0 or 2-0. They'll take one of those two in Miami, and then Denver will close it out in the last in the last two. That That's how I see it going. It's really one of those two options to me. I don't think it's going to... You got Jimmy Butler. I mean, that's a scrappy Miami squad. That's a well-coached team. I think you could probably say at this point, Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. And it, that could be recency bias, but if you just look at the entire resume, he's been he went to four finals with LeBron with the LeBron squad, LeBron Wade Bosch that crew got two of them. You know, one two got back to the finals in the bubble year. And now you're back again, you know, so he's done it with two different teams multiple times. And I mean, the guy's just, I mean, you, you just saw what he did. I mean, just against Boston, um, you, you could just see, you could see the strategy there. I could go into a lot of specifics with that, but I mean, it would probably take up the whole show, but okay. I heard, I heard this question posed. Who is a, who is a greater, who's been the biggest contributor to Miami success to, to date? Would you, would you give credit to Pat Riley or Eric Spolstra? You got to give it to Riley, right? I, yeah, like. Uh, they they asked Dan Levitard the question. He he just he just couldn't answer. He's like, no, it's both of them. And I and I think it's probably true. But if you if you're gonna put hold my feet to the fire, and make me answer. Yeah, I would say Pat Riley just because who is supposed to learn all this from, you know? Yeah. And Riley's the one that put the put the team together. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would say Riley. Uh, we'll talk about more GM news here in a bit with um, Bob Myers stepping down. Uh, as the general manager for Golden State. So big news there. Could be some big things coming change-wise there in uh, San Francisco. We'll see. But yeah, I, I would give it to Riley. But, yeah, Spolster's right up there. To me, it's just 1A, 1B as far as their, as far as their success goes. And Jimmy Butler has just completely resurrected his career. He's completely found a home there in Miami. Do you, do you see where he's trademarking a new, uh, I guess, nickname? Who? Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler. Yeah. No, what is it? It's uh, Hemi Buckets. Okay. Yeah, Why he's, him? 
I have no idea, but apparently he's going to start a clothing line and a line of b bottled drinks or something here in the next year or so with, with Hemi Buckets. Um, yeah, I'd have to do a little more research on that to figure out why that why that choice but uh maybe is the uh is he taking like the the espanol uh twist on the j maybe maybe Be being in miami maybe i don't know that's just that's off the, the top of my head guess than what i had yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i don't, I don't know <laughs> but that's a good place to do that it's a good place to open up a clothing line and uh, you know, adult beverage company down there yeah. in Miami. Good place to do that. And he's done very well in Miami on the court. That's like I said, he's resurrected. His, he's had a Hall of Fame career already, and he's completely resurrected it there in Miami. He's found a home there. Who who are you rooting for in this one? Are you rooting for anybody in oh. particular or just the story and just kind of, or just kind of seeing what's out there? Sounds like you got somebody in mind. Who am I rooting for, like, in the finals? What else are we talking about? It's got to be Denver. I mean, does it have to be? Why does it have to be Denver? I don't know. I just kind of want to see them win it. <laughs> but the more intriguing story would be if, yeah, if Miami could pull it off and get the upset. I think but... I think they're equally intriguing. Uh, it would be, if Miami did it, it would be one I'm probably going to be rooting for probably be rooting for Miami because they will be, I guess, the underdog. Yes, yeah, I, mean, so I tend to root for the underdog when it's just like when I, when I don't have a dog in the fight. Like, I, yeah. I didn't – I went into Warriors-Lakers not caring. I just wanted to see a good series. And, and it was one of those situations like that as I was watching it live, I was naturally pulling for the Lakers, I guess because it was – because it's the underdog, I yeah. guess. And I, and, I, and I was like that when they played Denver. And I like Denver, and I really I, I like Jokic. I think the guy's a great face for the league, a great ambassador for the game. Love to see him on the court and off. But I I just found myself pulling for the Lakers naturally. Just I guess it was I guess it was because of the underdog thing. That's all I can think as to why. In this one, I genuinely don't I, I don't care. Either way, I think either one is a, a great story. You know, Jimmy Butler getting a getting his first ring, Spolster getting his third ring with a completely different team. That's a good story. But I mean, but this would be Denver's we've arrived. You know, after losing to LA in the bubble year, I believe it was the way, yeah, it was the Western Conference Finals then. You know, losing to Golden State last year. I I, I think this is just there we've arrived party you know they're here they're the best team they should win it that's uh, both both are great stories it'd be Jokic's first championship you know KCP getting another one after being with LA uh, Jamal Murray has completely he emerged as a superstar in that bubble year he was great in those Western Conference finals but yeah, he he's he's turned into he's proven to me he's a superstar this postseason. That round, that Western Conference Final game two, I, that was he was phenomenal. Not great, he was phenomenal. He couldn't miss. This to me, it's Denver's arrived. I think they win it in five games. 
and depending on what happens in the off season, they could be around for they could be around for a few years. Yeah, pro, pro basketball is tough now. You know, it's tough to have that like you know five, six year, eight year stretch that essentially the Bulls had with MJ. You know, of course that was Michael Jordan too. You know, and and even the even that last championship team in 98 the jazz were favored as a kid i didn't know it i thought i thought the bulls would win because they had michael jordan yeah they had jordan pippen rodman i was like no the bulls are gonna win so i wasn't surprised but all the games were competitive and by pretty much everyone i mean it was considered an upset like jordan just willed them to will them to the championship so it's hard. The point is, they were on their way out. That dynasty was on their way out, and the Warriors looks to be coming to an end as well. And I said it initially last year. A lot of people said the opposite. They said, you know, this could be the start of another, you know, another run by Golden State. And to me, watching it, it felt like this was it. This was their last, like, you know, just just kind of masterpiece putting together. Steph for sure. Out there on the out there out the wow out there on the floor, you know, in the finals, it it just felt like that was it. It's hard to sustain that. Then you get ousted in the second round this year to the Lakers, who are turned into a good team, but not a championship team. You know, I think Denver would have probably not swept them, but I think Denver would have beaten them in six. You know. I'd have a hard time thinking it would have been five, but Denver was the better team. But this Denver team, I could see them being back in the mix for three, four years, depending on what uh, what all they do in the offseason, et cetera. They, they're a great team right now is what I'm getting at. And that's not going to just go away overnight. They're going to stick around for a while. I hear KD might be signing with them next season. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know how they would make that work, but um I've heard Kyrie tossed around a lot. I don't want I don't know that I wanna although well Kyrie you'd have to trade for. You know, you'd yeah. have to figure something out there. And you know the Lakers wanna be in the mix. They don't need to be just because you're gonna have to give up too much for him. You'll have to give up like a Hachimura and they need him. Like they need that guy. They need him on both ends of the floor. He's he's he can play offense. He can play defense. You know, we saw that against Golden State. We saw it saw it in the Denver series too. But they need they need to, him to stick around. I would roll with what they have and just build in free agency if you can. Like I said, just uh, you need more shooters. You can't get enough shooters to them. Not not when you got LeBron and AD. Okay, we'll jump to the Warriors. Uh, Bob Myers stepping down. Kind of just said he, if if you're not going to be all in, then you don't need to be doing this job. That was essentially his reason. He said he's not taking another job, as far as you know. I, I've seen, at least in the story I read on ESPN.com, and the owner, you can just tell in the press conference when they're side by side, he's, you know, it's it's not something he wanted. He's not sure exactly why he's doing it. He even said that. But it's, I, I mean, it's a, it's a. I would think that's a, that would be like a dream job for many, but it's it. 
it's got to be a tough job. You know, it's got to be, it's a 24 seven gig. And you, it's like he said, you, you, you got to be all in or, or not at all. So I guess if he's spent, he, he may see this as, yeah, this, this could be winding down. He knows Draymond and Clay, the contract. You don't know what's going to happen there. And four, four championships, that's a hell of a run. He's probably thinking, yeah, if, if I'm going to get out, now's a good time to get out. So I don't know who you go for next, but okay. Jump into the coaching carousel now. Um, the Bucks hired the 76, the, no, the Tor Toronto Raptors assistant coach. So who I, I was thinking they were going to go after Nick Nurse, right? Yeah. And instead they go after his assistant. Which I found kind, of, you know, kind of funny. Just uh, the assistant from a team where the coach got fired, <laughs> even though it didn't. Nick Nurse is a championship coach, and that wasn't a championships, you know, roster this year. So, but I was a little surprised by that. But Nick, it's Nick Nurse was has been an, hired as to be the next 76ers head coach. Well, I, I don't know if that was today or yesterday, but. Nick Nurse found a landing spot in Philly. I found that to be kind of funny just because of what Embiid said to him. I think it was last season. Just kind of dogging him, telling him to sit down on the sideline when he was up, you know, talking or something. I don't know. But Embiid, you know how he is. He he told him to sit down. I thought, found that to be kind of funny just because of the interaction between those two. Like, well, I guess they're, they're going to smooth that over and get to business but yeah nick nurse to philly um i don't know what the suns are gonna do Pro I, I think doc rivers will be in phoenix eventually I've heard, I've heard doc's been helping out the heat with uh film review and stuff so well maybe you better get to, you better get to work yeah he, he better, better get to work hours. yeah you gonna have to find something nobody else has yeah i don't know I, I just don't see what you can do to denver to i I don't see a weakness there if you go after Jokic, then jamal murray's gonna get his kcp's gonna get his uh michael porter jr like that's the thing it's all those guys can make shots um and Jokic will find them like that's the thing yep. He, he will find them. He's the best passing big man I've ever seen. And if you try to take those guys away, like, like the, like the <laughs> Lakers gave up 30, um, from Jamal Murray in the first half of game four. And so they focus on him in the second half, lock him up. I don't know that Murray scored another point. I know he didn't score at all in the third quarter. But then, uh, then Jokic, you know, gets his. KCP gets his. Michael Porter Jr. gets his. You take one thing away, they're just gonna, they're gonna go to the other option. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why they're a great team. They just, you take one thing away, they're gonna figure something. I mean, they're gonna figure it out, and it doesn't take them long to figure out. So, what do you think? What do you think uh, the Heat are gonna start off doing though? Think they're gonna start off double teaming Jokic or? think there's gonna try and play him one-on-one -on -one and see if he can see if he's having an on night or what 
I'm sure Spolster is going to have as good of a game plan as you could have against that team. I just don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what you do. I would focus on Jamal Murray personally. I I would I would try to just shut him down. Stop. Try to slow down the distribution, but that's the thing. It, it's I don't know that there's an answer for Jokic. I don't think because, there is. Because if it, you can stop him from scoring, but then he's going to rack up assists. And if you focus on Murray, Jokic is going to get more involved offensively. I just don't know that there's an answer. Spolster will have as good of a game plan as you could have against that team, but there's no stopping great teams. So I, I don't know what you do there. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. If I had to guess, I would probably say focus on Murray. They might see that's where the Lakers had some success. Some success, you know, in, in that second half of game four. But I, just, I don't think there's a, any way you can just stop a great team. I just don't. Okay, so uh, SEC news. Hogs hosting a regional. Right on. By the way, uh, yeah, Vanderbilt winning the SEC tournament. So, but Hogs still getting a once, you know, still hosting a regional. Who is it they have, and when does that start? I believe I've not looked up any of that. It's Arizona, TCU, and dang it. Uh, yeah, you said the you didn't say the one that they're playing because I can't remember who it was. I just remember it's like, a, okay, it's a smaller, smaller school, school right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, some I excellent SEC coverage from us there. But, hey, eight eight SEC schools are hosting regionals, which I think is a record. That's half half of the SEC schools are hosting a regional. How crazy is that? It's, I'd say it's crazy, but it doesn't surprise me. Really, the only bad teams were like the Mississippi schools. Seems like like A and M. You know, what they they were the tenth seed or number ten nationally, not the ten seed, but number ten nationally. You know they got were to they the SEC final. Yeah, it's yeah. A and M has a has a really good record. Of course, they ousted Arkansas to or beat Arkansas to get to the tournament final, SEC tournament again. But that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's 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 SEC it's SEC base or SEC baseball. It's as good as you is as, as good as it gets. Santa Clara, Santa Clara. There you go. When is the game though? Uh, man, that's a good question. Friday, start Friday. Okay, all right. There you go. I do look forward to some college baseball. We we are kind of getting on the verge a little bit of that little lapse in sports. You know, where it's just getting a little slow with that, with, with yeah. it just being a four game Western Conference final. We didn't have a whole lot to watch sports sports wise over the weekend. Just kind of had to sit around and wait for Boston and Miami. But yeah, final start Thursday. Um, NCAA baseball tournament starting Friday, it sounds like. At least for Arkansas, it is. So thanks for everybody. Yeah, I would think more. So more baseball coming or more sports coming our way. 
Now, okay, we both saw Georgia's SEC, or not just SEC, but Georgia football schedule. So are they just the new Alabama, just getting taken care of? Looks like, yeah, it looks like the new and improved Alabama with that schedule. But, yeah, they're yeah, they're getting the red carpet rolled out for them. All they got to do is complete the season. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Alabama would at least play, like, their first opening game. Their opening game would be against a top-10 school, usually. Like, they'll play a Michigan or something. But then they'll have a, as easy of an SEC schedule as you can have and some pretty easy non-conference games. That's how it's been for the last several years, it seems like. Like, the SEC is taking care of Alabama. Now it appears they're doing that with Georgia, but it's even more obvious just because you look at their schedule and you're like, I mean, they should run the table. I don't even know who's who's back, or, but if they're any in any way, shape, or form, similar to what they've been the last two years, I would think they would handle business. And I don't see a game on there where they could lose. Of course, you never know. That's why never they play the games. Man. But yeah, just looking get, at it on paper, yeah, it's like, I mean, they should roll. They should roll. See, they, get, they get started off with Tennessee Martin to open the season, then followed up playing Ball State. And then they play South Carolina and UAB. And those are all at home. And then they go on the road to Auburn. And th- then come back and play Kentucky, followed by Vandy. Then roll into Florida, and then play Mizzou, Ole Miss, and Tennessee before finishing it up with Georgia Tech. Murderers Row, right there. Oh yeah, but what a schedule! Meanwhile, Arkansas will probably have the second or third toughest schedule in the country. But it's what it I is. Auburn has the toughest schedule this year. Yeah, it's going to be one of those schools. It's not going to be Alabama or or Georgia, apparently. But uh, speaking of dynasties, I did see something. We'll touch up on a little high school football here. Okay, the perennial power in Arkansas high school football the last five years. They they won five consecutive state championships, uh, Bryant Bryant High School. I don't think they've lost to an in-state school. I think they've lost one game during that time, and it's been... they haven't lost to an in-state school in during that five-year stretch. And there was a big controversy made because wow. not all the players on the team got their rings. Did you hear about this? I heard something about it, yeah. So. Yeah. Not, not every player got their rings. And the reasoning was, because you, you hear that and you're like, why is that, you know? Uh, the, the reasoning is because those players are who aren't seniors, by the way, are, are not going to be on the team next year. They've just decided not to play. And you say, and you hear that and you say, well, they were still on the team this year. They, should, they did the work. They should get a ring. But apparently that's been a rule that's in place this in, for the last five years, according to their head coach, uh, well, now former head coach, Buck James, uh, the only reason I bring this up is because I saw that he took the he left Bryant to take the Conway job today. So like an equal school, like an equal seven A school, as far as just uh size and salary, I'm sure and all that. But he took Bryant, who was you know a respectable program, but he turned 
but not a perennial power. He turned that program into the program in the state of Arkansas. So seeing him jump ship like that you, makes you wonder why. But yeah, those, okay. But yeah, apparent, fair or foul for the rule, by the way. What do, you, what do you think of that? That if you're, the rule is if you're not going to be on the team this year, next year, if you're just quitting the team, after the even though you've completed the season, but you're quit you're not gonna play next year. You're essentially quitting the team. Like what like what what are your thoughts on that? Fair. If the if the kids knew about it, if it was a known rule of his, it's completely fair. I mean, yeah, I, that's... I get it. I don't I mean, I don't want you coming around here, you know you know, getting or giving half-ass effort throughout the week just to ride the bench just so you have the chance of getting a ring and then calling it a career after you do get that ring. No. I that was essentially it. my, because the loudest people on like social media are always the ones that just who disagree with it, right? They're always the loudest people. And then it's just get those kids their rings, all that, you know, I'm just doing the whole eating the popcorn and just scrolling the, post on it just seeing how ridiculous some people can be with it but that that's my thing like like why is it really a contra like if controversy if they knew this if the kids knew this beforehand and this rule has been because that was the coach's reasoning this is this rule has been in place for the last five years why are you if you knew that beforehand then you should like the rules are the rules. You can't make an exception just because you know one was a key pl- like like the only thing like one was a key player like on this year's team I believe and like got injured or something like that and wants to focus on baseball or something like pe- people are a lot of people are pointing to that but it's like but that's still the rule and you you can't yeah. make an exception. Well, he played more. So he gets to have his ring. You can't, that's not fair to the other kids not getting theirs. You know, if the, if that's the rule and you knew the rule beforehand, then you don't have a legitimate gripe. You, you better be showing up for two a day next season. Yeah. And showing up for all them summertime workouts. Cause yeah. And I actually cool. like, yeah, I actually retweeted like with myself saying that, like, if the kids knew that beforehand, they don't have a legitimate gripe. Rules are the rules, even if you don't like them, you know? And, like, the the person that responded who, who you know, work, works for the paper in Saline County, I believe, uh, reporter, um, she said that she didn't think that was the reason that he left. And she's the reporter. She knows more about it than I do. I'm pure purely speculating and i didn't lose good use good language it's twitter you know i'm not thinking about it that deep i'm like i'm sure this is you know a, has a lot to do with why i did it when really i'm saying i'm guessing this has a portion to do with this is probably one part of just a plethora of issues with these either kids or parents or community or whatever where he's just kind of had enough he's like All right, i'm gonna go to this other program now because he apparently interviewed for a smaller school sheridan for the same position and the money just wasn't, you know, what it is at Brian or Conway. So he took the Conway position. So if you're interviewing at Sheridan, like 
I'm sure. And, and the person that responded, the reporter said, I don't think it contributed to him leaving. It probably did contribute a little bit, you know, it was maybe it's, I'm not saying that was the reason, but it was probably a small portion of it. But that was essentially my thing is if you knew the rule beforehand, then you don't have a legitimate gripe because you could, because when you've won five and I understand the rule even, because if you won five years in a row, you're going to have, and haven't lost to a school, an in-state school during that time. You're a student thinking, man, I could just go jump on the team for a year, get a ring and just bounce. Yep. You know, and you got to set rules in place to keep something like that from happening. So I understand the rule. Um, guys, guys have done weird things like that, you know, for less. Like, I mean, I remember us playing and we had, we had, there'd be like a, one or two guys a year that would play like ninth grade and senior year just so they could walk in homecoming, which I thought was odd because it's like, yeah, I'm not, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was strange weird yeah i was gonna say lame but yeah strange and weird we'll go with that lame is uh, the correct term it's like you're gonna go through all that work just to walk in homecoming i mean homecoming's not that great yeah i'm doing it because i want to play football (laughs) yeah no so so if they're gonna was yeah homecoming was the last thing for my mind playing football yeah if you're gonna do something like that like if you're going to go through an entire year of practice and all that, just so you can walk in homecoming, you're probably going to do it. So there more kids are probably going to do it so they can get a ring, but either way. Uh, yeah. Interesting subject, but we're going to get out of here on that note. Look forward to the finals Thursday and we'll be back here next week to discuss till then grand pal, brother Brown deuces y'all. Peace.